Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I was looking at this story by Mike Clay and ESPN about the projections for the top NFL rookie leaders in huge categories. Top five in passing, rushing, receiving sacks, interceptions, and so much more. So I thought I'd blaze through it with you a little bit and see what you think. Uh, As far as passing yards and touchdowns, he ranked the top five. Kenny Pickett of the Steelers. Number two, Matt Corral with the Panthers. Number three, Desmond Ritter with the Falcons. Number four, Malik Willis with the Titans. And number five, Sam Howell with the Commanders. So the bottom line is he ranked Willis and Howell four and five, and their projections were so bad, I won't even mention them. So let's focus on the top three. Pickett was number one with the Steelers. He projected him at 2,308 yards and 12 touchdowns. Matt Corral with the Panthers, he projected at 1,931 yards and nine touchdowns. And Desmond Ritter was third with the Falcons, 1,791 yards and 10 touchdowns. So the bottom line is that's if they play. That's if they get in. I mean, I've seen all this stuff about Pickett starting for the Steelers. And right now he's number three in reps. He's the third stringer. And, I mean, they got, bottom line, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and then Pickett. And that's how they've been at OTA. So he has to catch up. He has to do better. He has to beat out Trubisky at camp this summer in Latrobe, or he's not going to have any of those numbers. From, like, 2011 to 2021, uh, 30 of 37, that's 81% of first-round quarterbacks, took over as the starter prior to week 10 and 46% of them started in week one. So this guy's projection is for 10 starts. If Pickett were to make 10 starts, he would rank 19th uh, and then touchdown pass projection would be 16th among first round quarterbacks over the last 10 years. Of course, Ritter, Willis, and Corral were selected in the third round. Ritter and Corral have to try to get playing time over uh, Mariota and Sam Darnold, respectively. Ritter and Corral are projected for eight starts. Willis is behind Tannehill, and they got him barely seeing the field at all. 
Over the last 10 years, only three third-round quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Davis Mills, and Mike Glennon, have cleared over 1,700 passing yards and six TDs in their rookie season. All right, what about rushing yards? He's got Brees Hall at a Jets, number one, at over 1,000 yards. Number two, Damian Pierce of the Texans, 591 yards. Ken Walker the third out of Michigan State to the Seahawks, 551 yards. Isaiah Spiller is fourth to the Chargers, 533 yards. And so let's just leave it at those top four. You know, of the 15 to reach 1,000 yards, I mean, that was rookie running backs that have rushed for 1,000 over the last 10 years. Seven of them were first-round picks. Bottom line is they think that uh, Damian Pierce will get a lot of playing time because he's behind Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead, guys that are always injured and they're old. The kid walker out of uh, the Spartans program could get playing time, and that depends on if Rashad Penny and Chris Carson uh, stay healthy. There's you know durability issues there. Now, what about uh, receiving yards? He's got Drake London, number one, with the Falcons, 967 yards, which would be a huge season. Number two, Traylon Burks of the Titans, 893. Number three, Garrett Wilson of the Jets out of Ohio State, 857. And number four, Chris Olave, also out of Ohio State to the Saints, 847. And Alec Pierce with the Colts, 746 yards projected. I mean, the wide receiver draft pick has become a hot commodity. You look at four top 20 wide receivers in 2021 and six more in 2022. The 25 receivers picked in the top 20 from like 2011 to 2021 averaged around 686 yards during their rookie seasons. And that jumps to 745 if they take out a couple guys who didn't do anything as rookies, Kevin White and John Ross. The reason he's got Drake London number one is because the Falcons don't have any receivers and he's going to get massive burn. Same thing with the kid Traylon Burks with the Titans. I mean, they got rid of A.J. Brown, so this kid's going to get a lot of playing time. You wonder how much playing time Garrett Wilson will get with the Jets, even though he's a badass because he's got to deal with Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, and Braxton Berrios. But this kid can flat-out play Wilson, and he might be better than these guys that the Jets have already slated ahead of him. Olave, meanwhile, was going to have a huge season until New Orleans signed Jarvis Landry. Now they're going to make Landry like a number-one target. Because Michael Thomas is never ready to play. He's always injured. He also did a projection for running back receiving yards. He has James Cook with the Bills at 324 yards. Brees Hall with the Jets, 238. Ken Walker, the third with the Seahawks, a buck 54. Uh, Damian Pierce with the Texans, a buck 34. And Isaiah Spiller with the Chargers, a buck 33. What about touchdowns from scrimmage? He's got Brees Hall. Number one with the Jets was seven. Christian Watson with the Packers, six. That's a kid out of North Dakota State. Sky Moore with the Chiefs, six. Traylon Burks with the Titans, six. And Garrett Wilson with the Jets, six. Funny, he said that he thought that Wilson wouldn't get tons of playing time, but he's got him uh, still ranked with six touchdowns. That's because he knows Wilson is a great receiver 
and is going to be a stud and is going to get playing time and is going to light it up. In 2019, only two rookies had more than seven touchdowns, none more than nine. Six of them reached eight in 2020, and only two did it in 21, Jamar Chase and Najee Harris. Now, what about on the defensive side of the ball? As far as tackles, he's got Kyle Hamilton, the safety with the Ravens, with 87 at number one. Then Devin Lloyd of the Jaguars at 87, I guess, tied with him. Number three, Lewis Seen of the Vikings, 80. Number four, Derek Stingley Jr. with the Texans, 71. And then Sauce Gardner of the Jets, fifth, with 68. Rookies had over 3,000 tackles last season, which was the fewest since 2015. As far as picks, Sauce Gardner of the Jets leads the way with 2.1. Then number two, Lewis Seen of the Vikings, two picks. Three would be Kyle Hamilton with the Ravens with two. Derek Stingley of the Texans, two. And then Trent McDuffie of the Chiefs, 1.7 picks. Only 14 rooks have reached four picks over the last decade. You had Marcus Peters have eight. Casey Hayward Jr., six. Uh, Pat Sertan, the second, had four in their rookie year. As far as sacks, you got Trayvon Walker to Jags, 7.4 sacks. Then Aiden Hutchinson, the prized pick of the Lions, at number two with 7.1 sacks. Number three, the Giants, badass Kayvon Thibodeau, seven sacks. And then George Karlaftis of the Chiefs, 6.4. And Jermaine Johnson of the Jets out of Florida State with 5.8 sacks projected. There were 98 and a half rookie sacks in 2021. Mika Parsons, 13 sacks last season for the Cowboys were the most by a rookie since Alden Smith had 14 back in 2011. I mean, look at some of the biggest names in the NFL now that were edge rushers. Miles Garrett had seven sacks as a rookie. Clowney had none. Chase Young, seven and a half. Nick Bosa, nine. Joey Bosa, ten and a half. Deion Jordan, two. Dante Fowler Jr. had none. Cleland Farrell, four and a half. Bradley Chubb, 12. Ezekiel Ansah, eight. Khalil Mack had only four. I mean, I got to be honest with you. The guys that I'm most excited to watch in the NFL that are rookies uh, this upcoming season at least on the defensive side, is obviously Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau uh, chasing quarterbacks around. They're going to be cool. Sauce Gardner, you know, in the secondary for the Jets. All we've heard is ranting and raving about how incredible he is, how amazing he is. And then Derek Stingley Jr., is he overrated or not? I want to see what he does his first year in the league, if he can live up to all the hype and headlines. Kyle Hamilton, uh, big shot, obviously out of Notre Dame, the safety. Uh, He's getting rave reviews. Let's see what he's made of. And then... You know, guys offensively that I want to watch, I've heard all this hype about Christian Watson, the kid I mentioned out of North Dakota State. Let's see if he can become the new Julian Edelman. I've heard all this about Sky Moore. Okay, well, let's bring it. Brees Hall, I've seen him play 
at Iowa State. I want to see him perform at the next level, no doubt about that. And I kind of liked watching the kid Walker to third out of Michigan State. I want to see if he transcends his game at the next level. I also am stoked to see Isaiah Spiller go for the Chargers. But the receivers really get me jacked, like Drake London. I love his size, 6'4". He's going to be able to go upstairs and snag passes that are high in the air. Those are my favorite types of receivers. I want to see, frankly, what Wilson and Olave, the two Buckeyes, what they do in the pros for sure. And I'm just losing my mind of the Steelers getting Kenny Pickett. I want to see Pickett play. And I like Trubisky for the price and his age and what he does out of the pocket. But I want to watch Kenny Pickett play pro football for the Steelers after watching him play at Pitt for all these years at Heinz Field. I want to see him in the black and gold playing for my Steelers. I can't wait. I'm glad I'm a season ticket holder. And I'm looking forward to going to the games and seeing him perform at a high level. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 